Hi, it's Jamie. And I'm Portia. And we are Just Two Pearls. Join us for Adventures in Pearls. Hey, Pearl. I have a quote for you from Mother Teresa. Spread love wherever you go. Let no one ever come to you without leaving happier. Thus ends the reading. And that is definitely the perfect reflection for what we are talking about today. Um, she, she said it beautifully. I feel like we can almost end there. Spread the love. That is our pro okay. tip as we conclude the summer series. Yeah. Spread the love wherever you go. Let no one ever come to you without ever leaving happier. I mean, you got anything to add to that? <laughs> nope. Great. Season over. See y'all in the fall. Bye. <laughs> Roll the credit. <laughs> this has been brought to you by Pearl Productions, hosted by Jamie and Portia, Just Two Pearls Podcast. Thank you for listening. <laughs> yeah, we're talking about spreading love today, y'all. Spreading the love. Yeah, spread love. That's what we need right now. You know, this summer has been one of ups and downs uh, with what's going on in Washington and at the border. We've seen all kinds of crises around the world. And what we really do need right now is love. And I think it's time for us to get back to the heart of seeing people as people and seeing people as God created one another. And this is the time. Granted, we should have always been doing it from the start. But, you know, sometimes people need a little reminder. Mm. You know, we're supposed to love God, love our neighbors as we love ourselves. But we don't do a very good job of that as a society. You know, sometimes I think the it, it is a sin. I truly believe that it is a sin when we don't spread love or if we withhold things from one another. And so as we you know, look toward fall as we look toward, you know, ending the summer, I think we definitely need to be mindful about how are we spreading the love. Right. And, you know, it's so interesting, Portia, as you say that, you know, I am thinking about the world in which we live and how it just feels like everything is so cyclical, doesn't it? Um, You know, I can think about all these different times in the history of, the continental United States as we know it today, uh, you know, I know that America as a landmass has been here for much longer than the continental United States, but let's just start right there, that 500 years of history uh, since uh, Christopher Columbus claims to have discovered something. And that can't discover what was already there. Right. (laughs) But that even in United States history, I think, is a really good starting point, even for the conversation that we're having right now, Um, you know, the displacement of people, um, the separation of families that we've seen during this year. That is literally ingrained into the history of the United States. Like, this is the kind of people that we, you know, not me and you, but this is the kind of people that this nation was started by, Right. Um, that's literally the foundation of who this nation, who and what this nation is. And we've seen all these times throughout history since um, 1492 all the way on up to the present. We saw this, you know, in the 50s and 60s with the Civil Rights Movement. We saw this, um, you know, even during slavery, which started pretty soon after, uh, you know, started in the early 1600s that, you know, African slaves were first being brought here, um, you know, indentured servants were being brought here. 
um, more displacement of Native people during the 18th and 19th centuries. Um, we've seen more displacement of Native people even in the past, what, 10 or 15 years. We see the destruction of our planet. Um, you know, we've seen wars in foreign countries over threats that weren't even really existent. We've seen division because of religion, because of creed. We've seen division because of sexual orientation. And like Portia said, you know, I think something that's really sad is that we see this in every generation. You know, I'm just thinking through my head of even, you know, all the protest songs, you know, from the past 50 years because people weren't showing love. But every generation also has the opportunity to break the cycle. And so the question is, will we be that generation that gets serious about doing the work? It's not going to, we're not going to break the cycle overnight. You know, I think sometimes, you know, we all become social media activists and, you know, we even go out to a few marshes and we feel like, okay, cool, we've done the work. No, breaking the cycle is an everyday process. This is something that you invest yourself in every single day of your life through your work, through what you do in the community, through even the kinds of things you talk about with your friends and your family members. It's time for us to do the work of showing love. Showing love is hard work. And I think that's part of why our planet and our, especially our nation, uh, why we do keep seeing these cycles of the kind of violence and destruction that we've seen um, really throughout this entire presidential administration. Yeah, I'm with you, Jamie. And, you know, just to add, I think about, um, so Mother Teresa, we all know, you know, who is like a saint <laughs> um, and is full of just peace. Every time I just even think of her name, I just think of peace that comes along with her. And then I also think of another person too, you know, Mahatma Gandhi, and he's the one who said, be the change you want to see in the world. And so in order for us to be better at spreading love, it has to start within the self. We have to choose individually as persons with, you know, God-given you know, God spirit. We have to choose to spread love. We have to choose to want to make the world a better place than the way we found it. We have to choose to spread grace. We have to choose to spread joy. And we have to choose to do right by people. And when we make the decision to see what's inside of ourselves that we are human, when we believe to, when we start to feel the breath in our bodies, to know that we are here, that we are, we have another opportunity to live and another day to get it right, when we know that there's blood flowing through our veins and that that there is a God who gently wakes us up each morning, that is an opportunity for gratitude and for us to say, wow, I'm here for another chance. I'm here for another day. How can I be more intentional about seeing my neighbor? How can I be more intentional about not being so quick to walk past somebody on the street? You want to know something, Jamie? I'm going to tell this story <laughs> because we're talking about spreading love. And I learned something this summer that was so powerful. Um, and... I don't actually share this on uh, portionality, but I do want to share it here with the pearls. And so this summer, I did a series of podcasts with um, a group of comedians. And how I actually met them, believe it or not, is because one of them stopped, us on, stopped me and my um, friend on the street to come to their show. But Jamie, I didn't even look him in the face. I didn't even acknowledge his presence. I literally just blurted out, no, no, thank you, and I kept going. 
And I thought about that moment before I was stopped before, by another comedian who got me to go to the same show. And in that show, I was sitting there, and I saw that same comedian from the corner in the show, and he was so funny. And I thought about all the times in life not just on that day, how many times do we walk past people, we don't even give them the courtesy of looking them in the eye, seeing their humanity, and just speaking to them directly. Sometimes we're so quick to just walk past people and not even see their condition, right? I think about, you know, the Good Samaritan. What if he's just like, what are, what are we so busy to get to or where are we so busy to go that we can't just stop and look at people and address them? Why do we have to be so quick to just want to do what we want to do and not consider a person who's just trying to have human contact. You know, maybe that person never had anyone look them in the eye all day, and you could be that one person to, to see them. And now that comedian is like one of my – is now like we're really, really cool, and, you know, all of them, you know, now, you know, just talking to them and just in general and getting to know them personally, it's been really great. But I would not have known that if I would have just kept going. And so, yeah, I just want people to be more mindful about how many times a day do we walk past people and never give eye contact or never see people for who they are. So I just wanted to share that. Well, thank you for sharing, Portia. Thank you for sharing that story. And I think that is so true. I think it's important that we that we just be alert and aware and make sure we're taking the time to show kindness, to show gratitude um, whenever and wherever we can. And, you know, we sometimes get so focused on our own lives and what we're doing, you know, um, I'm walking down the street right now, I'm headed to work right now, I'm headed to a class right now, that we sometimes don't take the time to care for people in the way that we are called to. And so I think that's beautiful, and I think it's been um, very beautiful for me to see from afar you cultivating these relationships with people who you literally met on a street corner. <laughs> um, and part of that is because of, uh, you know, I, I think love is a mutual thing as well. Um, you know, for those of us who are followers of Christ, um, what does Jesus say to his disciples in the Gospel of John? They'll know that you are my disciples by your love for one another, right? So it's not just about one person giving love and a, and a different person receiving it. It's all about the mutual uh, circular uh, love. And so I would say that we have to find ourselves in communities, whether those are church families or other communities of faith, um, friend groups, family, where we can practice not only giving love but also receiving love because I think that is truly what it's all about. And as you said at the beginning, Portia, I think it's, you know, for those of us who are followers of Jesus Christ is at the heart of the gospel. And for those of us who are trying to just live good moral lives, whatever that looks like, it's at the heart of what it means to live a good moral life. You know, one of my friends always talks to me about that from queer theory, just the importance, and I think we know this from, you know, ethnic studies, black studies as well. Um, when you create these families of choice because the world you know, has been so cruel to so many different types of people. When you create these families of, of, uh, of choice, part of what you're doing is you're practicing radical love. And that's at the heart, I think, of African-American studies. I think it's at the heart of um, LGBT studies. I think it's at the heart of so many different types of ethnic studies. You know, in order for us to be able to figure out ways to live in the world and be productive citizens and collaborate, 
and make the world a better place, a lot of what we have to do is practice radical love. And so um, is it okay if we head on into the petty pearl? Well, yeah. But I actually wanted to ask you a question, Jamie. Yeah. Jamie, what are some of the ways um, that you spread love? You know, what kind of advice, like, out of your own life, out of your own pearl of wisdom, before we get petty, I just want to ask <laughs> you, what is your pearl of wisdom for, um, you know, from your own necklace or from your own earrings or your bracelet, <laughs> whatever have you, what is something that, um, as we, you know, close out our summer series, that you want people yeah. to know about spreading love? Like, what tip can you give them from your own life and how you oh spread Oh, my gosh. Love? Mm, such a good question. And I'll ask you the same after I'm done answering. Um, Portia is uh, quite the interviewer, y'all. Listen to the Portionality podcast. Um, <laughs> plug. Um, <laughs> so I would say one thing that I've noticed, uh, you know, since I've been in L.A., y'all know, um, and it's the same thing, like if you're in New York, if you are in, um, you know, pretty much any East Coast city or any kind of West Coast city, homelessness or just temporary housing displacement is a really, really, really big issue. And L.A. is one of the places where this is, like, most a crisis. And so one thing, and I'm going to have to really get on it uh, as soon as the fall starts. Um, right now I've been, uh, you know, riding around a lot, so I haven't had time to really get it together. Um, but one thing that I want to do uh, is have in my car um, snacks, water bottles, um, little toiletry-sized items, you know, those little um, travel toiletry-sized items um, that I can be able to give to people who are homeless or who, for whatever reason, are landless out on the street um, so that I can show that love and compassion because, I believe as a follower of Jesus that I'm called to care for the widow, for the orphan, for the person who's displaced, um, for the person who does not have land or a home. Uh, I can't house a whole bunch of people in my studio apartment. Uh, (laughs) But one thing that I can do is provide basic needs. You know, I've seen people out on the street, especially on the hottest days of summer, um, which I know uh, some of them are behind us. Others of them here in L.A. are ahead of us. And so it's really important to make sure that I have, you know, water bottles with me to make sure I have snacks with me. You know, I ran into this man on the street, um, almost literally ran into him because he was walking around the street and I was driving. Um, He was diabetic and homeless and it was super hot. You know, he didn't have any food or water. So, you know, I went to go get him some water after I uh, saw him on the street. But I was just thinking, like, I really should have something already in the car so if I see someone and they are in need that I will be able to help them so one thing that I've tried to do to show love especially knowing that homelessness is such a huge crisis here in LA is just to keep my eyes open because literally people are laying on the streets people are laying under buildings um, under overpasses and I try to keep my eyes open and if someone is talking to me and you know they they need some sort of help from me I don't always have a dollar in my pocket Um, But I can at least look them in the eye, treat them like a human, treat them with some basic human dignity and respect. And like Portia said, I think it's really hard to do. I know I run past people all the time, um, not just homeless folks, just people in general. And I don't make eye contact. I don't say hello. I don't offer a smile. And I think that that is so important. It's something that we can all pretty easily work on, just 
keeping our eyes open to other people in the world. Instead of being busy, you know, always on our phones or just caught in our own head thinking about what we're thinking about, um, when you're walking down the street, it's just huge to just pay attention, um, A, for your own safety, but B, so that you can show love and compassion to the people who you are passing down the street just even in your everyday life. Um, and how do you try to show love? to uh, other people, Portia? Um, well, in two ways. And I actually really appreciate you sharing because it made me think about a time when I was in Chicago. And I literally would go around um, in Chicago and pass out sandwiches and, you know, bananas <laughs> because that's what, like, I would just, like, that's something that was really cheap and easy to make. And I would just pass out sandwiches and uh, bananas and just give them to people who were hungry. And so now... If someone's hungry, I know I may not give people money because most of the time I don't carry cash. Like, I'm just not a cash carrier. But I'll buy somebody something to eat now. Um, and I'll be like, are you hungry? I'll buy you something. Um, but don't expect money from me because I don't have cash. And so that, that you know, alleviates my conscience in that way because I just don't carry it. But how do I, you know, show love is um, I ask people, you know, how can I pray for them? Um, you know, literally just kind of like if people tell me, like, you know, something's going on. You know, just offering prayer um, or, like, in the moment. You know, it's like, oh, you're going through, this? like, all right, let's pray. And people are like, really? Like, no, like, let's pray right, right, right now. Like, let's pray. And, like, let's call on God. Let's call on Jesus and the Holy Spirit, like, right now. Um, and not being afraid to do that. And so I love prayer. I love praying with people. Um, so that's one thing that I do. And then the other thing um, is just like a, a, a subconscious thing um, where I have prayed to God to kind of continue to open up my heart that I can love people for who they are and not for who I expect or think who they should be. Um, and so just that courtesy of just saying, I want to see you for who you are and not for who society or any other expectations, just kind of taking the limits off. And so just opening up my heart in that way to people, just to see them. Um, so, yeah, those are the two main ways that I spread love. And I like to give hugs. I'm a hugger. Um, yeah, I, I love hugging people um, who want to hug. Because sometimes people just want to hug. So I'll hug you. Um, you know, don't be creepy. Um, so that's me being petty. Um, don't be creepy when I try to give you a hug. Um, you know, do not try to abuse my hug, you know, because I will not hug you back. Um, you know, if you try to be funny, I'll do a nice side church hug, you know what I'm saying? Um, so if I feel you, you know, trying to be a little root to my hug, I will, um, I will curb you with my hug, you know, because sometimes people, you know, want to hold on a little too tight, and I'm like, all right. You know, that's a little too much. So if someone's offering you a genuine gesture, receive it. And if you can reciprocate it, great. It's also important to understand, and sometimes we may interpret this as petty when people don't reciprocate um, love back to us when we spread love to them. So I just want to encourage people, don't be petty when someone doesn't have the capacity or the ability to reciprocate the love that you just spread to them. Allow your heart to be open enough to not feel like, to not feel jaded, 
to feel like everyone can reciprocate spreading love in the way you show love. I think it's petty to assume that everyone's supposed to show love the same way. No, we're all different. We all have different fingerprints. God made us all differently. Therefore, we're going to show love differently. But be open to receiving different ways of people loving on you. And also understand that everyone may not understand how you love. But guess what? That doesn't mean you should stop doing it. And that's all I have. So happy summer. Yes, definitely. Uh, I think that's really important, Portia. Thank you so much for sharing. We all need to get some bananas. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Um, So, yeah, so Petty Pearl, I mean, I think Portia might have already said it herself. You know, we all give and receive love in different ways. And like Portia said, you know, don't be out here abusing people, talking about, oh, this is the way I show love, and you rubbing up on people, like, stop. <laughs> Get it together. Get your life. Um, but we all give and receive love in different ways. And so I would say it's petty, first of all, to make no attempts to show love to other people. Um, but as Portia was getting at, it's also really petty not to understand that different people give and receive love in different ways. Um, certain people, you know, Sometimes it doesn't even hit you until later. You know, sometimes um, I'll see that someone tried to do something kind for me, and because I'm in the middle of all of my haste and my drama, whatever it might be, um, I can't even receive that for what it is. Sometimes, even those times, you know, where you look back over your life and you realize that there was someone in your life who was trying to really steer you in the right, right direction and show you love and you just couldn't quite, receive it in that moment, you might have taken it as chastisement or as a critique or something like that and not been able to receive it. So one um, thing that I would say is petty is, first of all, once you realize that someone was trying to show love to you, especially if it was a person who's like, you know, in your life, you have their phone number, you have their email address, you have a way to reach out to them. First of all, I would say it's petty not to go back and just thank people who have tried their best to love you. And whether you were in a place to receive it or not, just recognize that that person was trying to show you love and recognize um, the positive impact that that has in your life just to know that you're loved. Even if you're not able to receive love the way they're giving it, recognize just how good it is to know that there are people in your life who love you and support you and care for you and thank those people. But it's also petty. Sometimes we show love to other people and they're not in a place to be able to receive it in the way we want them to or to be able to reciprocate the love that we're showing them. And so don't be petty and, you know, weary in your well-doing and not show that person love anymore. Continue to do it. Continue to spread the love wherever you can, not necessarily expecting that people will be able to receive it um, in the way you might want them to, knowing that some people will, which is great. And just be open and know that, you know, when you give good things into the world, you receive good things back. And it might not be from exactly the people you want it from or in the way that you want them to thank you and appreciate you. But when you continue to be good and do good things in the world and put positive energy into the world, it does come back to you. Um, There are always people in your life who are going to love you and support you. Um, And so receive that love. Give the love. Just show the light of love wherever you go. So thanks for listening, y'all. And like Portia said, this concludes our summer 2018 series. And um, we're so glad to hear from some of you who have told us that you really, really have enjoyed it. 
And uh, we hope that we will definitely see a lot of y'all sticking around when we come back in September with new episodes to start our season three. Season three. Yeah. We're already there. So thank you all so much for supporting us over the summer. We've had a lot of fun recording these brief episodes. And we're going to be back to our full-length episodes with, you know, guests and whatnot in the fall. And one thing that you can do to help us out, Portia, um, maybe you'll agree that they can do this. Uh, First of all, send us emails and messages. Let us know what you like and what you don't like. Um, But also, if you don't mind, send us an email or a DM. Or if you know us personally, you know, reach out to either one of us on our personal email addresses or via phone. Let us know what you might be interested in hearing on the show either in the fall or in the spring. Uh, And we will definitely try to accommodate listener requests in terms of, things you're interested in hearing. And even if you're interested in, you know, you've heard something on the podcast and you'd like to be a guest on the podcast, whether it's for the Petty Pearl segment or, you know, um, a guest who just wants to talk to us about something you've heard from the show and you have something to contribute, uh, I think we'd definitely be open to uh, inviting you to be on the show as well. Yes. We would totally love to hear from you. You know, don't be petty. Hit us up. Let us know what you want to see. Let us know what you want to do. Come be on the show. Come join us. We want to talk to you, get to know you, message us, you know, all that good stuff. Jamie and I are here, you know, just out here being clam pearls, you know. (laughs) Um, You're going to hear our credits in a few minutes, and so you will hear exactly how to reach out to us. Um, And you can also just follow each of us individually as well. Portia is at Portionality, and I'm at J.D. Crumley. And so reach out to us um, as a group. We prefer to hear from you together so we don't have to forward each other messages. <laughs> but we don't mind hearing from you individually. You know, if there's a certain thing that it's just that something that Portia said to you, said on the show or something that just I said on the show, of course, reach out and talk to us about it. But if it's a general pearl conversation, loop both of us in on, on Just Two Pearls. So thanks, y'all, for listening. Share it with a friend, and we will see you in September. Thanks for listening. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Just2Pearls. And you can email us at adventures at just2pearls.com. And remember, cultivate the pearl within you.